Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, and thank you so much for coming along with me as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. And, uh, hey, it is a great day in the USA in spite of everything that is going on, and it's because of people like you who are going to make certain that you keep a stiff upper lip and we trudge right through this as we have other things and other times before now. Uh, I believe our country is blessed by God from sea to shining sea and I think it is time for us to make the choice that we are going to move forward and whatever it takes as a citizen's of this nation, we are going to make sure it is preserved. But of course, the question comes up, how do you fight virus? How do you do that without uh, seeing population decreasing and and, uh, communities being harmed by, um, you know, it being wiped out? We want to avoid a situation where that comes about, right? Well, of course, certainly we do, and we will. Avoid that situation. But we must be realistic, however, about the effects of uh, this uh, epidemic, this uh, pandemic uh, on our world and particularly on our America, on us here. Let's look at um, right now the possibility and, and and it's again, this is not Donald John Trump's fault that this is happening. I think that we are blessed to have him at the helm right now uh, that we are having to go through this other than someone else. Yeah, that's the blessing. You know, you just be glad that he is at the helm of this instead of someone else. Think about this. There is a possibility that we can go from the best, best unemployment rate that this nation has ever seen to right at the worst. Uh, Mnuchin uh, is saying that um, Steve Mnuchin, our um, secretary of treasury, has raised the possibility with the Republican senators that the U.S. unemployment rate could rise to 20% without government intervention because of the impact 
of the coronavirus, according to people familiar with the matter. Now, Mnuchin uh, discussed the scenario with the lawmakers on uh, this past Tuesday and um, proposed, of course, a trillion dollar economic stimulus. Now, this does play right into the hand of what I was saying in my real talk. Uh, they follow me on Twitter at Rev, R-E-V, C-L Bryant. Follow me on Twitter at Rev, C-L Bryant. I was saying that the bad news for you would be good news for them. Them? Who am I talking about? Democrats. My guest earlier, Mike Woods, we were we were talking about this. They almost seem giddy. They almost seem happy. Look, Schumer had nothing more to actually talk about until this happened. <laughs> Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? Schumer had nothing more to talk about until this happened. And now he comes out and he uh, just reels on how uh, the president is mishandling this and how he was slow to act and all that kind of thing. When, um, you know, hey, he's been up there in Washington, D.C. a lot longer than Donald John Trump, hasn't he? And all of this stuff that he talks about had been broken and all of this kind of thing, it was broken on his on his watch. <clears throat> Pardon me, it's, it's, it's happened on his watch. And um, <laughs> pay attention. But if the jobless rate, if the uh, unemployment rate goes from its lowest to a high then we're talking serious 20% oh man that is serious rise in crime crime rates are dropping because people are working um it's it just it just breaks my heart that uh, anxiety levels were going down. Now they're on the rise, of course. Again, and of course, if you're a shrink, um, hey, <laughs> you're you're in the money. <laughs> I mean, you're in it because uh, the do- oh, unlock, put the shingles out. If you're a shrink, yeah. And folks, um, we look at clo- with a, <clears throat> the uh, border there at Canada's close. Eighty-six percent of infected people with this virus, the prediction is, the study is showing, have been are not diagnosed. They're undiagnosed. Eighty-six percent of these cases, and we're talking. This going far beyond 60 days, which is two months. We're talking about now this perhaps going 18 months. 
friends, that's serious. That's big time serious. Well, what do we do? We began to spend money faster than socialists can do it. What are we wanting to achieve by spending this money? We want to maintain our standard of living, our standard of life. Big problem we may run into is this. Without the American worker working and taxes being paid, and this can become global, you had better get ready to hunt rabbits. <laughs> are, you, are you hearing me? If people can't work, government doesn't have any money. The money comes from you. And if government is giving you money so that you can survive sooner than later government runs out of money now here we go now you wealthy folks out there I mean really wealthy I mean people who have money you then become legitimate targets in the eyes of many So, what do you have going on? You have a paranoia that is setting in when we talk about American, America and Americans. There is a paranoia that is uh, there. Oh, it's it's traveled from the back of the mind now. It's mid-mind now in the minds of those who make and pay, make money and pay taxes. There's a paranoia that is going on now. And um, friends, pardon me, friends, when I think about um, the far reaching effects that this can have on our society, we may not have even thought about what this can do. Now, what if we get into this germ uh, stagnant type of um, existence? Before I left in the last uh, hour, I mentioned to you that um, even though my wife, uh, her remains were cremated and I have them, I have them here with me. Uh, and I, to tell you the truth, I, even though I've never been a crema- cremation type of guy, I'm really glad that, uh, that 
Jane talked me into um, that, although it was her life, her body, you know, uh, you know, that she, she wanted to dispose of. So that's how she wanted to do it. And um, but I'm glad because we have not been able to have the memorial service and I am not um, just stressed out that I have not been able to bury her body. But what um, what happens, though, to those who had loved ones that they were planning funerals for? We were talking about how oil and gas reserves are beginning to stack up. Oil prices could absolutely go to zero. There are other things that can actually stack up in this country, and bodies is one of them. Do you realize that if we get into a a virus uh, stagnant type of existence in this country, just how that affects the mortuary business as well? A brief time was in the mortuary business. Brief time, uh, myself many years ago, many years ago, uh, with a fellow by the name of uh, Roy Terrell there in Shreveport, Paradise Metropolitan Funeral Home. Yeah, is uh, where I was affiliated with. And uh, sometimes we'd have, um, you know, it's it's huge business because regardless of what's going on with us who are uh, still inhabiting the land of the living regardless of what goes on with us people still die and uh, you have now uh, an environment that we are all in a part of that is beginning to ask questions about what do we do about this and bodies may actually become one of those things cremation may actually become a thing yeah and latter day um, memorial services may actually become a thing do you see how your life is changing right before your very eyes and it's no fault of your own. There's nothing that uh, that we know of that we did to cause this. I tweeted out a little bit earlier, um, it is a great time to have faith in your creator, God. Yeah. It is the only peace. It is the only peace that um, you can find is in your faith. Yeah. In times of earthquake, and there has been this this earthquake, this huge earthquake in Utah, which is right across, which is another state across uh, from us, from where I am right now. In these times of pestilence and earthquake, it is the the only hope, the only peace of mind that I have found is in my faith in the creator, God himself and my belief and trust in Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. Yeah. 
And so uh, there are a lot of things that can be um, affected over time by this. And 86% of people infected with coronavirus, the studies are beginning to show now, are undiagnosed. And if that is so, friends, if that is so, the Journal of Science uh, has said 86% of people infected with coronavirus are walking around undetected. According to a study released just this past Monday by the journal Science. Now, if that is so, friends, and and I don't have to raise the alarm, you should be alarmed. If that is so, then the time frame that we are looking at as far as things shutting down and being shut down is actually much, um, the possibility is much longer. And again, I have to go back to money and spending money. The federal government doesn't have any. You, the American worker, we, the American citizen who work and pay taxes, that money comes from us. And when you start talking about trillion dollar stimulus packages and the American worker is having to stay home, friends, that is a lose, lose scenario and proposition that cannot win on any plane in any uh, theater that cannot play. That just does not work. So, buck up. Look at this directly in the eye for what it is and understand that life as we know it truly may have changed. But don't go screaming down the street hysterically waving your hands in the air yet. I know that there are people who are on the edge right now. The kids are home. They can't go to school. They don't know what they're going to be able to do as far as feeding everybody. Uh, I don't think that electricity and gas and water and that type thing is going to be cut off. I don't think so. Uh, I think you're safe there, but still anxiety is setting in and it won't take much to have someone go screaming down the street hysterically because they lose it. That could happen regularly. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the CL Bryant Show, be sure to download free the CL Bryant Show app onto your favorite device. It looks as though um, this medium, digital medium, is very well becoming the norm and will be for some time. I'll be back after these words.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Thinking back over the years, folks, C.L. Bryant here, the C.L. Bryant Show. Thank you so much for coming along with us. But thinking back over the years, folks, pardon me, I can't help but think um, about just how, you know, far um, I, I have come as far as job opportunities and things like that is concerned. But and, and I remember a time when I didn't have a job. I mean, I'm going back 30. Jane and I were living in California, in Pomona, by that by. Um, in fact, Pomona, California, years ago, I'm going back um, 40, 40 years uh, now. Um, and we were in Pomona. We lived in Pomona, California. It was very nice out there then. It's not, it's not so nice out there now. But Pomona was very nice then. And um, I had lost my job. Because times were kind of tough back in the late 70s. Uh, in early 80s, that's when I was out in California, uh, 79 to about 85, 84, 85, I was out in California. And times were tough. I remember gas lines being wrapped around uh, gas stations in California. Jimmy Carter was um, about to be ousted by Ronnie Reagan um, as president of the United States. And... Um, I, I I didn't miss my job. My point that I'm getting at is I didn't miss my job until I didn't have it to go to. I didn't miss um, my work until I didn't have work to go to. And um, I know that there's frustration, there's boredom. Uh, that's that's going on in American homes right now. But uh, don't let yourself sink into despair. Max Lucado, I was quoting him the other day, and I agree with him. We cannot allow ourselves to sink into despair. Yeah, it's going to get better. It's going to be better uh, for us. And the the fact of the matter is, let's just be honest here. The fact of the matter is we will learn and we will evolve uh, from this as we always have there is such a thing as human evolution 
And and I'm not talking about I am a creationist. Don't don't get me wrong now. I am a creationist, but there is a such thing as such thing as human evolution. We evolve in just about every situation that we find ourselves in. You move into a new house, you evolve into that home. Huh? Whether whether you move up or move down in residence, you evolve into that neighborhood or that home. You have to evolve into it. Huh? And those who cannot adjust are usually those who have the roughest times in life, those who have trouble uh, uh, evolving, adjusting, or, or, or having the understanding that li- that's what life is about, adjustment, because things change. If there's anything that's certain in life, if there's any one true thing in life, it is uh, uh, things change all the time. In, in just um, about the 30 minutes. Things will change for me. I will uh, get off of the radio and I will put another hat on. Things will change. I'm not certain if I'm going to go out and about in my car today, although Jane is gone uh, now and experiencing a, a life unknown to me, an existence that I cannot even imagine so I have this choice. Back to that again. I have this choice to make whether or not to get into my car that, to tell you the truth, Jane and I are the only people, maybe one or two other people have ever ridden in my car since we've been up here in our car. And of course, we have the other, the, the SUV, you know. So I have to make a decision whether to get in my car and go somewhere and get some. I need to get an axe. Yeah, I mean, I need to chop a little wood. But I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I want to do that. I, or do just just make out the way it is supposed to be. It's supposed to snow up here uh, tomorrow and Friday. Uh, I don't know what that's going to be like, uh, but it's going to be snow. And and so uh, you know, hey folks, when we when we think about. Uh, just how our lives, all of our lives have been altered and how they are altered, then, friends, we always take into account that you don't miss your water until the well runs dry. I had a job, a good job, but I didn't miss the job until I didn't have it to go to. I didn't miss going to the job until I, I didn't have the job to go to. Ain't that the way it goes? What kind of adjustments are we going to have to make? And unless, if Mnuchin is right, unless the feds, uh, the, the government, the Fed does something itself extraordinary, Unemployment that has been at record lows could go to uh, highs that we certainly did not suspect we would see just two weeks ago. Are you hearing me? And that's what I was saying. Two weeks ago, life was rocking along rather smoothly. We were coming out of that impeachment debacle. 
you know, two weeks ago, for me, I was uh, the most melancholy and sad that I could have possibly been. I had just lost my wife. Today, this day, marks uh, the third week anniversary of her, um, of her passing from this earth into eternity. And two weeks ago, friend, let me tell you, I was reeling, reeling with grief. And, you know, and the thing about it is, you know, you don't know that tomorrow's not promised until it it really happens to you. And the thing that you had planned, even though it was best laid plan, it, it goes awry. And that's something. And so next week this time, what does America look like? Are we um, under martial law? That could happen. Next week this time, what does America look like? Because last week this time, I was planning on uh, being in Louisiana today. But because a restriction on crowds that was not in place, there was no mention of uh, restricting uh, crowds at this very time last week. But this time, this it's there now. In fact, Tomorrow, a week ago, is when we started thinking to ourselves, wow, this could be something that changes our entire outlook and plan. And and, and unfortunately, even though you are a successful president like Donald John Trump has been in every way you can possibly imagine. He has been a successful president. People tend to take it out on the leader. And, And that's all a part of our need to blame somebody for our misfortune or what we perceive as our misfortune. We blame, we need to blame somebody But in this case, if this virus spreads, we can only blame ourselves because we've been told. The virus is, has been, and is been, it has been in the White House. Mick Mulvaney is self-quarantining himself. Uh, Gallup poll, as I was saying, uh, the president uh, is down, I think, four or five points in his polls. Gallup poll says he's down from, from 49% to um, 44%. And, um, Hey, we're still talking about somebody's got to pay though. Even when we're talking about mortgages being delayed, well, somebody's still got to pay. 
eventually somebody's going to pay. And you and me, the American citizen worker, the American worker, we're the people who pay. If we can't go to work, the federal government does not produce any revenue. We do. The price of oil is almost flatlined. Talk about uh, a commodity that's a living dead right now, especially if the Saudis do what they're threatening to do, and that's flooding the market with oil. We're talking about the price of oil going to zero, the state of Louisiana going into absolute panic, and young people in the state of Louisiana saying, why would I stay here? But then you have a travel ban going on saying that, um, you know, you need to shelter in place. Well, it's not going on everywhere, but it could happen. Folks, our worst nightmare could happen. We trust God that it doesn't. But what if it does? What does that mean to you? I can tell you one thing. The land of the free and the home of the brave has to be just that. You're free to protect yourself and you're brave enough to do it from what can come down the pike in times like these. Make no mistake. These are interesting, interesting times, friends. Make no Mistake. Now, the president has doubled down on um, Chinese virus label. (laughs) The Chinese ticked off at the president because um, he calls it a Chinese virus. And the president continued to point fingers at China for the coronavirus outbreak, referring to the COVID-19 virus as the Chinese virus in several of his tweets. Uh, Is this indication that the love affair with the Chinese has come to an abrupt end? (laughs) And it's so weird. Let me tell you why it's so weird, folks. It's so weird because two weeks ago, three weeks ago, um, or even going back maybe two months ago, we had almost a, we had a, a, a French love affair going on with the Chinese. It was tawdry. It was torrid. Yeah. And we had the the little lapdog, uh, the North Koreans. We had Kim Jong Un, pretty much, uh, you know, holding him at bay, and uh, also friends, I'm sure, of the Chinese, the Iranians. We we were thumping them on the head pretty good. We had them pretty much thumped down. The president was riding a a, a tide that no president in his in, in 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 his little time as he's been president, three and a half years has been president 
And no president has ridden that kind of wave. And then, all of a sudden, though, that comes to, and not that the president's still not doing a, a fantastic job, and he is, but I don't know. I mean, I just uh, feel as though it's just so suspect. And I don't believe so much in coincidence, but it's coincidental in time, isn't it? That this should be the situation. Just three weeks later, it's not it's not as though this is something that we saw uh, crumbling and falling apart. No, our American economy was building, growing. It was booming. It was roaring down the track. And then I'm reminded of a biblical passage in Revelations where suddenly the bottom falls out of everything. The price of gold, everything goes to nothing. What can cause such a thing? Sickness. Sickness. Sickness can cause such a thing. If people can't work, governments can't function. If people are simply in a survival mode, governments cannot function. And government can expend its resources as far as its resources will go. But eventually government runs out of its own resources. And we pray that uh, situations like you saw in Venezuela, and that's why I say that uh, Donald John Trump is perfect uh, for this situation. He doesn't need to steal any money. He has plenty of money. <laughs> he has plenty of money. Perfect to be at the helm of this because he wants above all to get back to an economy that's booming so that not only we, the people, and we as an American people, but he as a businessman and his business interest, his friends, can start making money again. Everybody, Whoever's making money in America uh, signals a time when all of us can. Do you understand that? Yes, it signals a time when all of us can, if one of us can make money in America. So let's get back to that. And I'm glad that he's um, still president and will be president of the United States. But what will we look like a week from now? Who knows? A month from now. Where will you start to put the bodies if this goes much further? I'm CL. Back in a minute. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. Well, the Canadian border is closed, and um, you are most likely somewhere um, trying to avoid contact with other people if you are living in our world today and certainly in our America at this point in time. Bernie Sanders, on the other hand, and of course, Bernie is still himself. He's 77, 78 years old, uh, trying to avoid uh, people, possibly himself, and maybe even avoid um, his campaign because um, after the losses that he took and the behind kicking that he got, (laughs) all because of you, I might add, last night uh, or the other night. The other night from um, Joe Biden, uh, Boini is Boini is going to go and um, reassess his um, presidential campaign, and he should. The one thing that, uh, if there is no other message, if there was no other message that was sent during this Bernie Sanders. Um, Charge. He, he he made a charge up the hill, but he was rebuffed. He was re, he was he was turned. It it, it failed. <laughs> Bernie's uh, Bernie's charge was very much like Pickett's. <laughs> I mean, it was over open ground, uh, right into enemy fire, and. Um, the enemy that Bernie was taking on fire from was not only uh, people who he thought were on uh, his side and the party that he was running f- for, but uh, certainly from just about every other American, Republican or independent. They didn't want Bernie. That message uh, has been sent. So his, his charge, his Pickett's charge, Bernie Sanders Pickett's charge is over i do believe and the same but see the the same thing that we were saying about uh uncle boiny i mean uncle joe um a couple of weeks ago we're saying about boiny now now boiny may not have any uh primary wins in this past week but i tell you something boiny does have Boini has delegates. Oh, yeah. And um, (laughs) this Democrat National Convention, the DNC Convention, is going to be 
I'm, I'm really considering going. And um, it's going to be so historic, in my opinion, that you, you just almost have to be there. So I'm really considering uh, going to the uh, DNC, to the Democrat National Convention, and uh, setting up booth there, setting up shop there, and uh, feeding back to you. But of course, we have no clue where we may be, even with this virus, by, by then. We have no clue where we will be. I have no idea what uh, press or press um, uh, passes or, or I, don't, I, don't know, I just don't know what to um, say about that. But I plan to go, and I'm certainly going to be at the Republican National Convention, and um, that's going to be historic as well. And it's going to be interesting to see what Trump's message to the American people once he you know, gets the nomination again and, of course, uh, runs for his second term. It's going to be very interesting to see what his message to the American people is going to be as well. And so um, interesting times in front of us, especially with the lack of knowledge of what, you know, to really expect from our lives next week. You may have a pretty good idea of what uh, your coming weekend uh, is going to be like, what your week, what your weekend is going to be like. You probably have a good idea. But but, but what, what about after Sunday? Huh? Where do we go from there? What about after Sunday? What would that next Monday, what's that going to look like? I have recommended and I recommend to all of you to sit your families down and you all need to talk to one another. I know that uh, right now, because so many Americans are uh, having to stay home and be around one another, uh, there are indeed... Um, differences in the way uh, we are housed or the way not housed but uh, the way we are um, relating yeah and folks like Joe Biden said you know turn the record player on <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, make it a teachable moment or something like that. Yeah, turn on the hi-fi. And, um, <laughs> but that's, the, I mean, all three of the candidates, they're they're over 70 years old. But... It brings us closer together and let that be the way it is. But what I'm saying is make this a time when uh, you get to know, catch up on who you're living with. And folks, I'm saying that because Lord knows I I, I wish I had uh, just uh, my Jane back from four months ago. Yeah, from two months ago. And we started our trek when we decided to, to uh, two and a half months ago, when we started our trek up here, you know, if I could just have her back, 
But then that'd be very selfish, wouldn't it? Because I know she's uh, enjoying a life, an existence beyond my comprehension, and she certainly doesn't have to deal with any coronavirus. But I do. We do. So for those of us still here in the land of the living, still able to touch, see, and feel your loved ones, you be certain to let them know that you love them. Because tomorrow, and if there's anything about this uh, situation that we find ourselves in with this virus, if there's one thing that you should certainly <clears throat> take from it is that tomorrow is not promised to anyone and the reason for that certainly stems from our own choices. Yeah. You can take that all the way back to Adam. <laughs> uh, tomorrow wasn't promised to him either. And the only reason that it was not is because of his choices. So take that to heart. Um, DNC uh, DNC uh, gets its wish. <clears throat> this is what the president is saying. The DNC gets its wish. Um, Bernie has given up. That's what the president is throwing out there. Um, president Donald Trump claimed Senator Bernie Sanders Independent, independent, I might add, from Vermont has given up just like in 2016 and will soon be dropping out of the race to be the Democrat presidential nominee. And that, of course, will leave Uncle Joe Biden with the possibility of Andrew Cuomo being drafted. That's right. You heard me say it at the 2020 Democratic National Convention, thus causing it to explode even more. <laughs> They're going to need somebody other than uh, Joe Biden because almost daily Joe shows that he's nuts. <laughs> but almost daily the Democrats show that they're nuts. So maybe he is their man for their hour. God help them is all I have to say. And God help us because once a political par party like the Democrats uh, totally flake the way they are, it does make room for uh, flakes to fall off of uh, other parties and other organizations as well. But of course, the question is, what do they become? What fills that vacuum? What fills that void? And there are plenty of politicians, both uh, conservatives, so-called conservatives, and uh, left-wingers who I know would love to see a political revolution in this country. And so uh, if the Democrat Party uh, folds, uh, 
and Joe Biden will, or Bernie Sanders, whoever, uh, between those two, gains the nomination between those two, will preside over the demise of the Democrat Party, in my estimation. They're going to have to draft someone like an Andrew Cuomo or someone like that. They're going to have to draft someone at their convention if they want to survive. You heard it here first on the C.L. Bryant show. And I will, of course, replay this (laughs) when the convention goes into its um, brokerage. So we'll all keep an eye on it. We all know that um, um, we will get through this. We certainly will. We'll we'll pull through this. Um, But we must be cognizant of what it takes to pull through. So what does it take? It takes our vigilance and it takes our loving our neighbor as ourself. And so watching out for them the same way you watch out for you is the way Christ would have us do it. And so you uh, continue to be careful. Um, don't sink into the abyss of despair Um, help and hope are here and both are continuing underway. I want to thank God for our uh, time here together and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL and my heartfelt desire Uh, for this country, for you, your families, and certainly for the President of the United States, Donald John Trump, our state and local officials. We pray for all of them. May God bless and keep you all. through